the steel bed road. Four hundred miles till I get home, Lord. Ain't seen the front door in days. I just can't seem to change my ways. Touchdown in Nebraska tonight. clip you heard there was a taste of trucker Jason Henley's original Nebraska drop and hook, his entry into the 2019 Trucker Talent Search, produced by Overdrive and Red Eye Radio. The song earned Henley a spot in the Trucker Talent Search finale, along with fellow drivers Ken Freeman and Taylor Barker. The three will perform in a sing-off style finale at the Great American Trucking Show in August in Dallas to determine the contest winner. All three submitted originals in this year's contest, which I'll play for you later in the podcast. I'm James Gillette, Senior Editor of Overdrive, filling in for this edition of Overdrive Radio for Todd Dills, who's out for a brief stint of vacation. Last week, I talked with longtime owner-operator Ingrid Brown, partially about her recent involvement in FMCSA's Our Roads, Our Safety campaign, as well as her 40 years as a trucker, including decades as an independent owner-operator. She's faced a tough bout in recent years, battling various forms of cancer, but she's still on the road, currently operating for Rabbit River Transport. We talked all of that and more, including what she sees as the most pressing industry issues today. I run 48 states, and I'm pulling for Rabbit River Transport out of Holland, Michigan right now. Um, And it's kind of funny, James, because you never know what you're going to see is what I hear from everybody. Um, Well, Rabbit River has a diversity of, of trailers that I get to pull. Uh, mostly you'll see me under a reefer pulling boar's head meat and produce and uh, turkeys. And like I said, I run all 48 with it. Mostly run down Florida, you know, southeast Texas, California, northwest. I still run northeast, whatever Eric needs me to do. Um, and also, Jeremy has cow trailers sitting down. I'll go jump onto the cow trailer and take it for a few weeks. Um, and I'm, you'll also see me under the Conestoga. Uh, I just actually got out from underneath it right not long before I came home. So, you know, I'm either hauling who knows what. I had bricks and landscape and trees and everything else with it. So that's, that's my freight lines. As an active member of the trucking community, both in reality and online via platforms like social media, Ingrid says she's seen a lot of anxiety of late over where the industry is headed economically, given the slowdown in recent months. But she also cautions truckers to make sure they're not leaning too heavily on misinformation, either about the economy or other trucking industry issues. I think a lot of it is is just everybody sitting on edge, just kind of waiting to see what the industry's going to do. The biggest thing is is make sure that if you're listening to things that are happening, or you're reading media, or you're reading social media, or you're, you know, you're you're trying to find answers. <laughs> make sure that you find the true facts of it. To rectify this, I think that everybody being on edge, it'd be great if I could say, just breathe. That's hard to do. It's hard to do whenever you're trying to figure out if rates are going to continue to drop and you're trying to figure out how am I going to keep going with what I'm doing or where do I need to adjust so that it's not going to affect in such a detrimental way that I have to change my operation. Um, I think that, um, and I feel that really sitting down 
and seeing exactly what you as an individual or a small company owner operator needs to do for yourself on the lowest line possible so that you know for yourself what you can and can't do. And what I mean by that, and that sounds like a lot of ramble, but it's pretty simple. Sit down, get your priorities where they need to be for yourself, your family, your business. And I say it just like that, yourself, your family, and your business. And once you get that done, then you can figure out where you need to go to make that happen. You may, may have to make some changes in the times coming. You may have to, you know, when the full enforcement comes in in December, you may have to, you know, readjust a few things. We all are. It's not going to be something that affects one person. It's going to affect the whole industry. We're looking at a lot of, of things that's coming about that we're wanting answers on, that we're asking questions, that we're looking at you every day, that we're probably, just like me, I'm looking at you every day several times a day. And we're just, I think the anticipation is, is just really building up a whole lot of anxiety in a lot of places and a lot of things in the industry, whether it's drivers, shippers, receivers, companies, I, I, you know, I don't care what part you're in. If you've been on Facebook or elsewhere of late, you may have seen Ingrid featured in a new ad campaign from FMCSA, dubbed Our Roads, Our Safety. Here's Ingrid discussing what the project is about and how other truckers can utilize the tools available to help educate the motoring public about safety on U.S. roadways. Our Roads, Our Safety is a public service announcement. They uh, pick these up and they update yearly or they create a new campaign or, or uh change some of the materials in it and what it does is it's teaching the general public because we if you really look and you start talking to the say talk to your kids or talk to the kids that around you in your area um and your schools and you'll find that there's not that much of driver's ed a block in driver's ed teaching kids in driver's ed about maneuvering around trucks blind spots cutting into close stopping distances turning um, at an intersection um the length that we are, um, you know, moving off the side of the, the side of the road whenever a truck or anything's parked on this side, which we know the, you know, law enforcement and, and lights flashing all. Um, so it goes in and it doesn't just really hit the kids. It hits people like me. I mean, I'm 57 years old. I still need reminding every day and I do it every day. But, you know, when you start getting into your elderly years and you haven't been addressed with this it's a good reminder plus it's a good reminder every day because we all seem to be pretty well distracted and there's so much in a car and a truck that can be distracted so right, right. the hour safety is definitely it it has nothing to do with our service or rules or regs it is strictly what every one of us and it doesn't matter what you drive it doesn't matter who you drive for it doesn't matter what gender it doesn't matter it doesn't none of that matters what matters is getting the word and who better to do it than we as truck drivers. We're professionals at it. So we should be the one that's just spreading the word, not to only protect ourselves and our families, but protect our families and the motoring public that are maneuvering around other commercial vehicles and, and buses. Um, there's been a lot of advertisement, and you're right. Social media has been a really big outlet. It's also been on XM Sirius. It's been on uh, Channel 146. Road Dog is uh, 15 and 30 second commercials by uh, myself and by Keith, who's the bus driver out of Chicago, and also the uh, uh, personal vehicle driver, uh, Ed, 
Edward. And there's also billboards that people are going to be seeing all over the country. Um, the top 10 states that have the most accidents, they you'll see multiples in them, which is, you'll see multiples in all states. Um, I know uh, Ellen Boyle said the other day that she saw one in Chicago coming at, at the airport. So they're going up. Um, so the advertising has been a really big thing. What I'm finding feedback is I'm finding I've got so many people that are going, what can I do? How do I get involved? Just, you know, why has somebody not thought of this before? I think what it is is I think they've thought of it before. I don't know that they reached maybe my little corner of the world, that we've reached somebody else's corner of the world. So every corner that we can reach is where we need to be. So the feedback is all the way, I've got a gentleman in Tennessee, Middle Tennessee, right there out of Nashville that is coordinating, and he's a um, coordinator. He's a chief for their, like, first responders and EMS and, and over there in, like, mm, seven counties. And he's working with the highway safety uh, officer for Tennessee and the Tennessee Highway State Patrol. And it, they're going to start setting up to where they go into the schools when they go back to school and taking a truck, uh, they actually have already been um, volunteered several truck lines there that will take a truck over and they will spend the day, <clears throat> excuse me, uh, teaching blind spots from the troopers, from uh, area first responders, medical, uh, truck drivers, so that these kids get their eyes on it, as well as Anybody that has to go through defensive driving courses, anybody that has to go through DUI schools, anybody that goes through even driving schools, and all of this material is free. I mean, everybody, everything you see in any of this, this campaign material on the FMCSA website, um, every single thing there is free. Uh, you can utilize it. You can print it. You can post it. You can hang a banner. You can print a billboard. You can put it on your truck. It doesn't matter. So during our conversation, Ingrid advocated for stricter driver training standards, as many owner operators do. She said the buck doesn't stop with regulators. Rather, drivers can do more to reach out to their younger counterparts during teachable moments. Here's her take on that and her advice for new drivers. You know, I tell the ladies out here that are coming in or looking at coming in, don't be scared. This is something, if I can do it, I can promise you they can do it. Um, and I see the, and, and it goes for the same thing for either gender, men or women, either one. There's nothing that you can't do. You just got to do it. Um, and don't give up. Do not give up. Uh, you know, right now we're in this, the looking at training and we're, we're wanting better training. And it sounds like that, I know when I say it, it sounds like maybe I'm screaming at somebody that, no, train these people better. That's not it. It's not about what I want. It's what I see would be better for these people that are coming in. Because pretty much the higher percentage of them growing up in a road construction company and being around an industry that the lifestyle is so totally different, the operations of it's totally different, has to be so overwhelming. James, I caught myself here just a couple months ago, and I'm actually have to say I'm ashamed of myself because and embarrassed in a lot of ways because where I kind of joined the bandwagon of, of wanting to say, oh gosh, what are wrong with drivers coming into the industry today? You know what? It's not the drivers. 
It's not them at all. You know, they come in the industry and they're handed, you know, the quick training these days as we've we've all heard and seen. And then they're thrown out in this industry. You know, 1979, I kind of had people who had been out here for many years that told me how to pull into the right side of the fuel island or to how to get a shower or how to, you know, chalk a tire or how to really bump a tire or what do you look for on a wheel seal. Nowadays, I'm just as guilty. I don't take the time and the patience to offer my hand to somebody that's just coming out here and giving them what was given to me. Why, why do you think that is, Ingrid? Why do you think that older drivers today aren't, um, you know, like drivers of yesteryear and aren't uh, helping younger drivers learn these things? Or like, for instance, I see all the time on Facebook and YouTube, I see videos of drivers with their phone filming another driver doing something that they think is silly or stupid. And it's like, hey, instead of posting them on Facebook, you know, and making fun of them, why don't you step out and help? Um, you know, what do you think happened? Why do you think that is? Somewhere along the line, and I don't know where or how, I think whenever people started coming in the industry and started asking questions that wherever this break or this started at, somewhere they got ridiculed or they got meaned for not knowing how to figure out how to go get a key to a shower or how to not know how to check a wheel seal, or not know how to get airlines up off the road on a trailer because they didn't understand, oh, can I use this, can I use that, you know, whatever. Um, where somehow, and I, I, I'm gonna say it, social media is the worst thing that ever happened in, this, in the means of being a negative in this area. I think that it became something that it was an attention grabber when people want to pick their phone up and do that kind of thing. They love the attention they get from it. Where they stood, should, we all know, should put the phone down and go help somebody. A lot of people, though, don't want help for two reasons. They don't want to be made fun of. They don't want to be looked down or ridiculed because they don't know. If you don't know, that's, that's, a, that's not a bad thing. So people get so defensive today when you do offer to help a lot of times. So a lot of older drivers have just chosen to step backward and said, hey, you know, I get my get my jumped at and fussed at because I asked somebody if they want help or if I can help them. And they say, no, I got it. I know what I'm doing. I've heard that before. But, you know, that's not anything that any of us haven't done either. I've said the same thing in 1979. Regular listeners of the Overdrive Radio podcast likely heard the story of owner-operator Joe Jolly two weeks ago who talked about his bout with skin cancer, which he attributes in part to UV radiation beaming in through the driver's side window. Over the past two years, Ingrid has dealt with similar skin cancer issues, with some instances unrelated to sun rays from the driver's side window, but some due in part to that left side sun exposure. Here she is discussing where she is on that fight. Melanoma cancer isn't just skin cancer. And you and I have talked about this too. 
Um, melanoma is one of the top deadliest cancers there is, and melanoma is what I have, of course. Um, I'm doing really good. Um, you know, I chose what they call the watch and wait. Um, there's two options in melanoma. You watch, and you get checked every three months or less, and um, anything that pops up in between or at that time, uh, I go and have surgery or get rid of it and, and go on. Um, it may keep me out of the truck, like my throat surgery last year. I was out for about a month. Um, <laughs> and um, my brother was diagnosed six months after I was, and he chose to do infusions where he had to go every two weeks and, and have an infusion and was sick for so many days in between. And I was like, oh, I can't truck like that. Nope. I think I'll just, I'll, you can just keep chip chopping on me. I'm okay. I, I do roadmap fine. Um I'm doing really good. Uh, got a couple things we're watching a little bit of, but nothing that's really made anybody concerned. Uh, it's something that melanoma is not curable, but it's treatable. So you just keep an eye on it. My grandfather started driving a truck in 1939. And um, <clears throat> he's from Pompano at the market all the time. And he actually had melanoma cancer first, and it was on the left temple of his face, which was the window side. And um, he passed away with it because it metastasized to his stomach. So my side, it, I, I, my first one wasn't from really sun exposure. But then we did find that I've had two that were from my left side skin exposure. Um, which those in the melanoma world can be either way. It can be attributed to the sun because it was on my left cheek and then I had one right on the, my left eye. <clears throat> and um, <clears throat> it's just like the doctors say, whether you, you know, melanoma, you can get it from sun exposure, tanning beds, that kind of thing. But we are in the you put a piece of glass and it just, you know, we all know what that does, how the refraction is of that and how it multiplies the, the UV rays from a windshield and a, and a side window. And um, I never, I never threw sunscreen on my left arm. I never put sunscreen on my face. I never, you know, I never thought any of that stuff. So when I had it on my side, I attributed it to my grandfather. And then when I started going through all the stuff and we all started going back through everything and we figured it out. It was like, holy moly. And so my dermatologist is really, really educational about sunscreen. You know, when you get up in the morning, you don't want to put it on anything, but put it on your arm. At least use a 30 SPF uh, on a window because the 30 SPF is about the lowest you want to use whenever there's a, a glass refraction. And um, it, it just has enlightened so much. Um, there are three different types of skin cancer. You have your basal cell, your squamish, and then you have your melanoma. Um, your basal and your squamish usually don't move, but they can spread right there in the area or they can reappear. I've had a couple of those on the squamish cell, and that's the way the stages they go in. Um, those usually turn in, or well, usually I should say, those can turn into melanoma, but they were all on my left side. So I attribute a lot of that to the sun. Uh, and I'm real protective of that in 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 driving anymore. Uh, I hate lotion. I hate, you know, I, it just, it was something because, I mean, I like being a girly girl, but dadgum having to do that every day or something. And then I realized 
what a difference it makes. Believe me, it's worth it. Next up on the Overdrive Radio podcast, the three original songs from the three Trucker Talent Search finalists, uh, their entries into this year's contest. Uh, You can see them play live at the Great American Trucking Show in Dallas in August. But first, uh, a few final words from Ingrid on surviving 40 years as a truck driver, many of those spent as a single truck owner-operator. I'm going to be totally honest here. You know, I've failed. I have have fallen before. This is an industry that you're not going to stay on top all the time. And, you know, how I came back out of it, I can look back and go, I don't know. I know that I never gave up. I stayed persistent, but I also made sure that I kept it simple. It didn't, I didn't try to change anything in reality. I stayed persistent and I made sure that, that one, my equipment was, was protected, taken care of, you know, because that supplied me, my curls, uh, and, and it, my daughters, um, I made sure that I knew exactly the best that I could do on anything, whether it was finding out where I could run a fuel. Well, at the time, I I just started running a fuel car, but where I could buy the cheapest fuel, where, what was, you know, keeping up and knowing how to run IFTA for your states. I mean, little things like that matter. Make sure that you know how to keep your bottom dollar down as low as you can to save you what you can through these economical times. And, you know, rates, we all know rates are in the trash can right now. Um, I've been I've been blessed, and this is kind of a way that I I've been doing it, especially the last oh six years. Uh, the last four, I've been pulling as a dedicated carrier for uh, Rabbit River out of Holland, Michigan, and I just love them to death. You know that's that's family. Um, I think I live more in Michigan than I have at, at here in North Carolina, Tennessee, which is fine. But, uh, you know, the consistency, find something that's consistent, not something that hits through your harvest seasons or your um, your sale seasons or anything like this. It's find something that's going to provide it 52 weeks out of a year, not for six weeks or through holidays or through things like that. So sit down and make sure you have a a business plan. I'm not going to say that it's not, that you're not going to fall on your head sometimes, but you don't fall on your head. You just got to get back up and you just got to keep going. Don't ever give up. I can promise you. I've fallen on my head and trucking in more than one time, but I never gave up and I'm not going to give up. Many thanks to owner-operator Ingrid Brown for joining us for this edition of Overdrive Radio. Next up, the three tunes that scored Taylor Barker, Jason Henley, and Ken Freeman finalist spots in this year's Overdrive Red Eye Radio Trucker Talent Search. First up, here's Taylor Barker's Preacher and the Stranger. told the stranger at the door come sit down by this fire 
and let the coffee warm you up. I can't say I've seen it rain this hard before. The stranger said, I saw your sign as I was walking down the road. I figured that a church might be the safest place to go. The sun crosses shore, get heavy. We all got one to bear. And if you're looking for some shelter from the storm, you'll find it here. And they sat and talked for hours in that empty church. About how life's unfair sometimes And trying to make sense of how God works And the preacher said I lost my son one summer And he was only 25 A drunk driver crossed that double yellow line And I prayed so hard to Jesus to save my only son It seems all I do these days Is question why And I sit here every Sunday And preach to everybody else I talk a lot about forgiveness But I can't do it myself A sun crosses shore get heavy and we all got one to bear I don't know why I'm telling you all this Or if you even care And they sat and talked for hours In that empty church About how life's unfair sometimes And trying to make sense of how God works Tears filled the stranger's eyes He said, I, I know I changed a lot I might be hard for you to recognize Late one summer night I had too much to drink I got behind the wheel and changed both of our lives and I'm sorry just ain't good enough when you hurt someone that bad And if I could, God knows I'd give my life to bring him back Preacher crosses shore, get heavy, we all got one to bear And I'm here to ask forgiveness, if you even care and they sat and talked for hours In that empty church About how life's unfair sometimes And trying to make sense of how God works Ken Freeman's original truck stop. Eleven hours in on a nine hour day, 
brain it was reacting in the usual way I'm starting to believe I really couldn't get there from here Well that's when I saw it, I started to grin Somebody must have heard about the shape I was in Cause I swear heaven came down and gave me a sign he said truck stop just ahead One mile on the right They got DEF Pay the pump And breakfast is served any time They got four red shirts In red, white, and blue They got a CB shop on channel 22 They got lots and lots and lots of parking spots So I rode in like a moth to a flame To my home away from home till I get home again Only a fool could live the way I do But what can I say, man, the struggle is real And every driver knows it's a part of the deal Life ain't fair, but it's funny if you look around at the truck stop but what you got is making do on display now if your coffee is hot but your waitress is not well who cares at the end of the day we got lizards and preachers dealers and bums and party roby rocking till the popo come so you never ever leave your door unlocked i know i don't there's no family my favorite chairs, no supper on my stove. It's just a blackout curtain and a back that's hurt. About a 90% chance to snow. Oh, no, 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 no. A man gonna do what a man gotta do You push, come to shove, I bet you do it too But take it from me, sometimes you'll have to dig down deep The road got a mean streak and if you let it She'll run all over you and man, you're gonna regret it But I found a way to get by It's follow the signs To the truck stop Anywhere Anytime, day or night it may not be the lap of luxury, but in a minute I'll be feeling all right. They got 411 kinds of deep fried food. I get a nice hot shower, elevate my mood. But I don't ever, 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 one more time just to be certain, ever touch them pickle eggs. You know the ones. There's no family feud in my favorite chair. There's no supper on my stove. A blackout curtain and a back that's hurt A load that still gotta go Oh no, 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 no Lastly, here's the song you heard a clip of at the top of the podcast Jason Henley's Nebraska Dropping Hook Ain't seen the front door in days. 
can't seem to change my ways Touchdown in Nebraska tonight Drop and hook and turn back to the morning light Mama says it's time to be songs and three guys you'll have the chance to see perform live at the great american trucking show in dallas in august where a winner will be named in this year's contest find out more at overdriveonline.com until next time overdrive radio 